Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. How are you? We are back. We've got a good one tonight. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. Good. I have a beautiful guest sitting next to me. And uh, we are going to dive in tonight to our favorite zombie films. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So first off, I teased a few little announcements. Uh, nothing, nothing serious, but kind of cool. Let's get the first one out of the way. This is now, not everybody, but if you were on Fireside Freedom the other night, you would have caught this one already. But I'm going to include this in the recording for the first time. So I've redone an extended intro for the podcast. So it's audio only, not video. But um, yeah, let's play it. You guys can hear it. Hope you enjoy it. And then uh, I'll share a little information about it. So let's start with that right off. This is the Colonel Rad Alert. Civil defense information will be broadcast at 640. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K, how can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Over five years, thousand gallons of gas, air filtration, water filtration. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I've been wanting something just a little more, I don't know, a little more snazzy, a little sharper, a little more fun as far as the intro goes. So what I started with, uh, yeah, anyway, 30 seconds. First off, you guys recognize the same theme song still there. It's Greg Arcade, his uh, instrumental track playing behind it, but a whole bunch of different quotes. So um, I think I'm going to leave which quotes they are out for now. And maybe if somebody out there decides that they want to figure out where all the quotes came from, then I think we'll do a giveaway. So I'll give you guys a week. If anybody can figure out Every one of those quotes from the intro, it'll I'll make it worth your while. Let's put it that way. What do you think, hun? Is that good? Yeah. And hey, we got Liv, our daughter, in here tonight. So <laughs> Brian says it sure is snazzy. Yeah, it is snazzy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely won't be playing at the front of the review videos because they're way too long. But yeah. Uh, next. What are... Okay. So the reason we started with tonight is... You can come this way a little bit if you want. Yeah. Oh, we're having fun with cameras tonight, guys. So um, tonight's a Friday night live stream. I've been doing a Friday episode for a while. So we decided that we are going to... Um, okay. For those of you out there that don't know, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about it a little bit before, The Last of Us was a pretty damn good video game. It's about mm -hmm. the only video game I've played uh, in the last 10 years. Uh, the most incredible cinematic zombie Almost like a movie, right? It yeah. played like it. Anyway, so starting this Sunday night on HBO, there is a, from what I can tell, an incredible series starting. It's going to be nine episodes to start with. So we're going to watch it each episode two or three times throughout the week. And each Friday night, we're going to do a recap reaction episode to it. Um, I think maybe we'll pull, pull in some uh, maybe outside the box audience because I'm thinking... There's going to be quite a bit of interest in the show. Mm -hmm. We're excited about it, and we're looking opposite of each other. So Are what we? we're doing, here we go. We're not anymore. There here we go. go. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do that for the next nine weeks. And my guess is, if it turns in, if we really like it, maybe we'll just uh, keep doing a Friday night uh, pop culture show, eh, baby? Mm -hmm. And, well, and uh, for The Last of Us, if anybody doesn't know... Um, it has uh, Pedro Pascal in it. Yes. And if anybody out there is a Game of Thrones fan, 
He played Oberon, the one that gets his head squished by the mountain. Yes. And Bella Ramsey, which is um, the Lord it? of Bear Bear Island. The little tiny of, uh, lady queen. The from, little, uh, little, yeah. little mouthpiece yeah. off of Game of Thrones. Who was awesome. Yep. She was. Uh, so they're, they're the two main. I'm just looking up the rest of the cast here. I don't think there's any. Uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah. Uh, I do my see fellow Nick libertarians will love him. He played uh, Ron uh, Ron Swanson from Parks yep. and Recreation. He's going to be in it. And yes. Uh, and Melanie Linsky. She's from uh, Yellow Jackets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mando. He, um, the main guy from Last of Us is also in, he is the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, Kendrick Lady Marmont. That's it. Yeah. 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 Lady Marmont. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's exciting. The cast looks good. So I'll paint a picture for you in case you guys are wondering. Plus but, they filmed it in Edmonton. Yeah. All over Alberta. The yeah. whole thing. They spent a whole year here making the whole different cities look post-apocalyptic, but yeah. The whole story, Joel's the main uh, the main guy, and Ellie is the main girl. And Joel loses his daughter and is just kind of beside himself in this zombie apocalypse. He ends up coming across Ellie. He's kind of a guy who takes on jobs. He's like a, yeah. like a bounty hunter, sort of whatever. Anyway, they hire him to take her to a facility because she's been bit and she's immune. And that's where it starts. And the whole movie is like this road trip of the two of them traveling together in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. I'm excited. You're excited. Oh, yes. We're going to have fun with it. I hope you guys enjoy this. I know the, the pop culture episodes have been a big hit. So we're trying something slightly different. You know, we're going to do the, the weekly reaction to the episode and we'll see how it goes. Hey, eh, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that was number two. And then number three. Well, let me back up a little bit. You guys seen Brian Alexovich in here tonight. He has a giveaway because he hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I can't remember which day it's january 20 something so anyway his giveaway ends before that so make sure you go by his youtube channel and check it out and make sure you enter because after that we're going to do our annual groundhog day don't have a clue why i do a groundhog day giveaway but it's always fun so we're going to do a groundhog day giveaway but the cool thing is that uh january 23rd is brian's giveaway so make sure you get in because in there i'm giving away a free year subscription to patch of the month club so better get in and we're going to launch our giveaway on February 2nd. It's only going to run a week because we're going to do the giveaway on February 9th, which is going to be dun, 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 our 250th episode, which is a big freaking deal, I think. So there it is. And uh, yes, Pipin says, Last of Us is the first show I'm considering watching in years. So here's the thing, guys. It's going to be HBO, which means I figure it's going to be a hard R. But, um, and of course, I've been let down by Rotten Tomatoes before, but I've read a few reviews. I've tried to stay, I've stayed all the way from spoilers, but it's hard to spoil when you already know the ending. Mm -hmm. But it's got a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, for those who don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works, that doesn't mean it has a 97% score. It means 97% of critics gave it a positive review. So that means 97% of critics gave it more than 5 out of 10 stars. Now, the thing about that is, overall, the cumulative rating is 8.8, .8, which is super high for something new. So, Well, I kind of have the same feeling about it, um, uh, the first the, the first season of The Walking Dead. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, because, yeah. like, you know, when, when they first announced that the, the Walking Dead was coming, of course, the, all the graphic novels were out, and... And it was it was a big deal. It was. And then you see 
then when they started the first season of The Walking Dead was incredible. Oh, uh, that was one of the like, best seasons of television was. ever. And it just um, kind of had the same feeling. I like I just hope they don't nix the writers like what they did with them, and then they like uh, butchered it. But um, it just I don't know. I'm excited. Me too. I, yeah. I'm I yeah. And I I don't want to let everybody down, but if you watch it. Uh, if, if you watch our show and you're like, oh, yeah, sounds pretty good. We'll, we'll let you know for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> And uh, One Step Closer says, good morning, woodchuck chuckers. <laughs> Love it. And yeah, 250 cheers. Thanks, Piping. And uh, 250 is awesome. Thanks, Byron. Really appreciate that. And Yeah. Oh, and finally, what are we drinking tonight? What you're drinking? Uh, I've got my Diet Coke. Something very special. Mrs. Cook tried everywhere to get me a bottle of this. We, we called about 40 liquor stores. Before in, Christmas yeah, in Edmonton, in Edmonton yeah. and could not find one. We walked in to what is now my favorite liquor store <laughs> in the West Edmonton Mall the other day. And oh, what's the name of the liquor, liquor store? Oh, shit. Um, they take a picture of it. I can't um, remember. So while you're thinking of it, I'm going to show you. This is it's made by Buffalo Trace. It's aged 10 years. If you can see the dark in it, it's called Eagle Rare. And it's rare. It is hard to find. It's one of those bottles that's on allotment. So only uh, stores that order. Allegra. Allegra. Okay. Allegra. Allegra, in case anybody's listening from Alberta. But they are, they're awesome and they'll ship. So we found it and it is a smooth. <laughs> Sorry, our dogs <laughs> oh, are it's all right. The dogs are there. going crazy up there. So to check on them. It is a very sippable bourbon, like so smooth. <laughs> 10 years in the barrel and uh yeah so anyway that is what it is um yeah oh look at that byron has three bottles right now yeah it's um it's hard to get yeah i'm gonna say it's the best stuff i've tasted yet i mean mm. i've only been into bourbon for a year it might so. be easier to get in the states though it could be that's true like up here we can only get it if it's uh, a sell-off from like a hotel or somebody who basically anybody who's affiliated with the the uh, the um, hospitality industry, yeah. they have to buy a whole case, and it's not cheap stuff. So to get no. a whole case of it's pretty rare at some of the stores. So but no stores actually buy a whole case. Of it. Yeah, very very rare. So, but it uh, boy, it's good. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, all right. Finally, we went to the movies the other night, and uh, <laughs> um. It was, we went and watched Megan. Yes. So that is, for those who are wondering, the movie is, uh, the name is spelled M3GEN. And it's a, an, an, what is it, an acronym or whatever? It's, yeah, the, the yeah. letters mean something. Well, it's supposed to be like uh, like AI. Yeah, AI, yeah. artificial intelligence. Yeah. It's like a modern spin on the Chucky movie, right? Yep. But it was the best horror film I've seen in a year at least i gotta go back a ways because um it was yeah i loved it, it was so good and believe it or not it was pg-13 it felt like it was an r-rated film mm -hmm. there was the one f-bomb so they got away with their their one f-bomb and there was a kid who got his ear tore off but somehow they managed to just skirt the line and it was it went to show that pg-13 can still be a good horror film hey yep. yeah absolutely and uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Byron says it's so hard to get where I live in the same town. He lives in the same town as Buffalo Trace and you're only allowed to purchase every 90 days. I that believe makes sense. It, yeah. yeah. It was brutal trying to get this. And <laughs> we just went into the liquor store and it was on the very top shelf and it was the only bottle. And I was like, oh my goodness, I think that's the Eagle Rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, she spotted it and there it was. Yeah. So, so yeah, we saw Megan. Uh, what'd you think? It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, 
like I don't know, like it, it kind of had like a Chucky vibe to it, and but I, it was okay. And like, and I, it was like your typical horror movie, though. Like near the end, it was kind of predictable. Oh, absolutely, right? it was. Yes, and, it, um, it was. It was predictable. Yeah, but it was, you know, it had a couple jump scares, but you know, like it was intelligent. I, I thought. Yeah, would I buy it? No. Would I probably pay to watch it again? No. I'll wait. I'll watch it when it comes on uh, the streaming services. Yeah. But. I thought, yeah. yeah, I was entertained. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, like Liva says, it wasn't scary, more of a thriller. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was intelligent. It was well-written. It well, was, it was funny. It had a killer soundtrack. The acting was good, mm -hmm. which is all of those, when you put all of that together in a horror film, it was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It had... Uh, the, the main lady... She the, was the girlfriend from Get Out. Yes. Yeah. And she, she's yeah. a good actress. Yeah. I thought, that, yeah. Actually, that's the, only, that's the only other movie I've seen. Of yeah, her, I know. So I don't... I, I don't know much about her, but yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and just over the Christmas break, we took a minute and we watched Violent Night. Violent Night. That one was good. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> so <laughs> stinking good. It's so cheesy. Yes. And, but it was, it was like, um, well, what would we say it was Home Alone meets Die Hard? Yes. It was yeah. Die Hard if Die Hard was a Christmas movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guy from... Uh, I call uh, David Harbor. David Harbor. Yeah. He plays Santa, who is not exactly immortal, but he has mm -hmm. powers. And I, I won't go into his backstory, but it's pretty cool. His yeah, because it ruins the movie. Yes. So yeah, we won't so. talk about that. But he's a badass who is also a drunk. So it even has a little bit of uh, bad Santa in there. Yeah. But it was fun to watch him kill these bad guys. And yeah, it the movie itself is interesting because... Other than the little girl in the film, all the characters suck. They're all bad people. Like they're none of yeah. them are, are nice people. None of them have morals. So it makes for an interesting time. Yeah. Yeah. But I would you don't need to wait to Christmas to watch that film. It was just... well, if it wasn't so violent, it'd be like that'd be like a new Christmas movie. But oh yeah. Kids, yeah, kids can't watch that. No, Charlotte yeah. and Alice could, but not, uh, not the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> stop. I just like to stir shit up she says we all know die hard's a christmas it movie. is a christmas yes. movie so this is what it was it was like die hard meets bad santa meets home alone with a hard r rating yeah and it was perfect so uh now real quick saw five trailers recently of movies that i'm kind of excited to see uh evil dead rise it's um a yet another another film yeah I think Sam Raimi has something to do with it, the original creator of Evil Dead. But uh, this one, the main character is a lady, right? Yeah. Yep. So it looks interesting. Knock the Cabin. So I that have. That one looks so good. Oh, so fucking good. I have a love. I, I really do have a fondness for M. Night Shyamalan, even though he's made as many stinkers as he's made good well, films. Well, and, and I have, like, I know it's funny to say, but I actually think I have a little bit of a soft spot for David Batista. Oh, he's a good but, actor. Like he, I know he, he looks like a, a meathead and he's, you know, like, an, but he actually, he is so good as Drax. Oh yeah. And, and then when you watch him in this, it's like, he actually is a believable actor and he seems really, really good. Oh like, yeah. And yeah. he, I think he, so he's trying to be the best wrestler turned actor. He's so good. He like is. he's a good actor. I mean, he he's a, he's is. way better. He has so much more range than The Rock. Well, like, will he have a really, you know, elaborate career with a whole bunch of different things? Probably not. I mean, he could be but, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you he know? could be, but I don't think he's going to be too. Yeah. Like he, 
He's, he might be a little bit more versatile than The Rock because everything The Rock does has to be some sort of a comedy or something with him raising his stupid eyebrow or I with think the smug the, look or the smirks or something. But David Batiste has more serious. Oh, yeah. 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 And he, he's good. He just he has a really good range. So he's this, a lot better than John Cena, too. Yes. But I think yeah. I was just going to say if anyone else who's a former wrestler could give him a run for money, it would have to be John Cena. But he's more like The Rock now, too. Like everything is going towards comedy based. Yeah. And it's always, and I find with John Cena, it's more raunchy comedy. That's true. Like, and, you know, like it's kind of, eh. Yeah, good old Jesse Ventura. One step says, could he be the governor of Minnesota? Probably could be. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he's a pretty intelligent dude. So I don't know. You know what? I, I got to yeah. take it back. So, you know who else I really liked as a wrestler turned actor? Hmm. Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, from mm -hmm. They Live. I know. They, they Live is just so fucking good. I love that film. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Knock at the Cabin, it's called. And it has something for everybody. But it's yeah. an M. Night Shyamalan film. Uh, this uh, gay couple, they have a, a daughter. They get a knock at their cabin, and uh, it's like these sick and twisted cult members, I'm going to guess, four of them. They walk in and they say, one of you has to die or the world ends. They sound crazy, then they turn on the TV. We'll mm -hmm. leave it at that. And uh, it looks fucking incredible. It's creepy. It's R-rated. Um, I just hope it has the magic of earlier Shyamalan. You know, I hope so. He's had but... some good ones, some good ones, and then he's had some bad ones. Yeah, so I don't know. Byron says the preview looks good. I agree. That's where we we, we seen it on before Megan there. The other night. Batista was awesome in Army of Dead. Uh, he was. He, one of the only really good things in that film, to be honest. It was it was an okay film, but yeah. it's. Uh... Oh, I love him as Drax in Guardians. Oh, he's, oh yeah. he's so, so funny. funny. And he's so deadpan. Oh, yeah. And that's like, <laughs> he just yeah, like like that, that one whole scene where he goes, it can't go over my head because I'm too fast. I'll catch it. You know, <laughs> like he's so good, right? He like, does it, yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, he really is. I, I'm glad. I hope he, I hope he has a long and storied. Well, career. and it kind of broke my heart a little bit when he said he's not pay, playing Drax anymore after this Guardians. So. I think that's all. I think Guardians itself have. Well, I don't. Yeah, they see. probably wore themselves to the ground, but I hope they don't keep doing it without him as Drax. So. Letty says Drax is one of her faves too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Bo is Afraid. So we just saw that trailer tonight. That has um, Joaquin, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix in it, whom I, I'm a huge fan of. It's a mess of a movie. It's crazy looking. It's from Ari Aster, who did Hereditary. Wow. It looks uh, interesting. It well, looks that's like the first a... time I've seen that preview. So yes. I didn't, I got, I'll have to watch it a couple yeah, yeah. more times to find out what's going on. But it, yeah. I, I have no idea. It looks like a mindfuck of a movie. Uh, there's animated sequences in it. It looks like there's an end of the world sequence. <laughs> But I'll watch anything Joaquin Phoenix is in. I just, I think he's one of the best actors of our generation. And yeah, um, what was the one we watched where he was like ex-military, but he was like a drunk and he went and... Oh, that was just like, a, it was like under your radar movie. It yeah. sure was, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, can't yeah. remember the name of it. Uh, she said uh, that over my headline jumped to my head too, yeah. <laughs> the funniest line in the entire movie, I don't even care. <laughs> then... At the theater, we saw a preview for Renfield, yep. which was kind of funny. So talk about what, what what's the story behind Renfield okay. or who is that? Well, Renfield's from, it's from, well, he's from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because yes. when they, when they brought it up, I don't know if anybody's seen the original Bram Stoker's with. Uh, is it Brad Pitt? Uh, or, no, or, not or, Keanu Reeves. Okay, yes. And you're, you're thinking interview today. I right? am, yep. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Wyona Ryder. Right. Yeah. But um, Renfield is the crazy guy that's locked in, was 
uh, was Dracula's first assistant. And then he kind of goes crazy and he's locked in the cell and he's got like the funny metal things on his fingers and he eats the bugs. And um, he talks about getting a cat and a kitten, something as a companion. So his, his name's Renfield and he goes crazy. Right. Because uh, they basically like uh, Dracula drove him crazy along with his wives and stuff. And I don't know if they were using him as a feeding vessel or I'm not sure what happened, but wasn't he almost like an assistant that they were sending he, him he, out to find? He was an assistant, yeah. but he, he lost his mind and he goes right. crazy. Yeah. So this movie is called Renfield. And I think that's probably young Renfield as opposed to. Now, do you think it had a bit of a comedy feel, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Well, so I, we're not going to spoil anything. It's only a two and a half minute trailer. Mm hmm. But in the last 30 seconds, you get to see Dracula. Yeah. Are, are you ready for this? Because it's fucking balls crazy. Nicolas Cage plays Dracula. <laughs> so, and he is just full on Nicolas Cage. It, it looked pretty wacky, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, it'll be funny. I'm looking forward to it. Lately, I've watched just about anything that uh, Nick Cage has put out. And most of it's been good. So, there, yeah, ladies, like <laughs> Nick Cage. Yep. And yeah. it's every bit as goofy as you might think it will be. So. Uh, and finally, if Renegade Butcher's still in here, I included this one for him. February 24th, there's definitely a new modern-day classic coming out based on a true story uh, dealing with a harrowing uh, plane crash in Tennessee, I believe it was. <laughs> and Rachel beat me to it. Cocaine Bear. So it's going to be it would be Ray Liotta's last film. It was his swan song. He, he recorded it, um, filmed it just before he passed away. I'm sure it's going to be absolute... Uh, anyway, it's going to be an interesting film. Let's put it that way. It's about a bear. <laughs> it's exactly what you could imagine. It's about a bear who finds a brick of cocaine in the woods and eats it and snorts the hell out of it and then goes on a murdering rampage. So, yeah, we'll have to watch it. <laughs> you can watch that one. Yeah, I know. So there you go, guys. Yeah. That's our update in the in the land of film here. So want to start with our list? Sure. So we're going to, tonight, we decided. So real quick. To kind of launch this series, and it uh, what this morning I said to Becky, okay, we're going to put together a movie episode, and we're going to do it on the best video games turned into films. So I looked up the list, and I'm like, well, and I will. It, it terrified me. Yeah, because I, I couldn't. I'm like, I have no idea. Like I know, like I was thinking in my brain. The only thing that came to my brain was Resident Evil. That was it. If anybody wants to have some fun, look up the Wikipedia article on video games turned to movies, <laughs> and you will see a hot pile of steaming shit. Yep. The only two good video game movies are... The first Resident Evil. The first Resident Evil. That's it. Just the first one. And Silent Hill. Yes. Oh, Silent Hill. I yep. never thought about and that. And that's it. That's it. There's nothing else. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like, unless you include Sonic the Hedgehog, but I haven't seen it yet, and it's a kid's movie. Oh, it was awful. But uh, the first three... Oh my god. Anyway, the first three, are you ready for this? Were Super Mario Brothers, which was the probably the worst of all time. Double Dragon, which was just as bad. And was that one? Oh, and the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. All four of them were the worst of the worst um adapted video games to movies. So whew, there wasn't much to pick from. Hey, Mr. Dixon. I uh, cheers to you. I got my bourbon in my hand. So you want to go first this time? Yeah. So we're going to work through, we'll go from five through one. So you okay. list five and we'll... Well, these aren't in any particular order. Oh, they're not? Do you want to try to do them in an order? Um, Like from least to yeah, best. Yeah, so okay. number five. Yeah, so, and 
I'm going to have my suspicions that our lists are pretty similar. So okay, so we'll do we'll do okay. So number five first. Number five, and I I kind of feel like a bag of shit for going this way. That's fine, but a little bit of a back. Uh, I tried watching it the other day, and I got about a half hour into it, and I was like, oh my goodness, like it did not age very well. Which one was that? I am legend. Yeah, the, the effect. The mean, effects. Yeah. Yes, because I I actually Ooh, yeah. I tried watching it, and I am Legend, and Tim can vouch. I am Legend has been my favorite movie, like for since it came out. Favorite kind of horror slash zombie film. Yeah, for sure. since yeah. it came out, and it um. But I tried watching it the other day. I seen it. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna watch it because I love that movie. And no, the the effects did not age very well. Um, I still love Will Smith, even though he's oh, yeah. gone a little crazy. But like I, I, no matter what anybody says, he is an incredible actor, and he always will be. But um, I just, I don't know, it just didn't age very well. But it is, it still made my list, and that's number five. Well, he puts on an acting clinic in that film. I mean, he yeah. basically carries. It's just him and his dog. The movie's great, but yes, yeah. it it was a little ahead of its time. It tried to do too much with the CGI. Yeah. But tension wise, you know, post-apocalyptic landscape was great. Oh yeah. We were, so let's go back. I remember where we were when we watched that. Yeah. Remember? Estevan. Yeah. We, we were in Estevan. We, it was our, I called it our winter on the prairies when we moved to Saskatchewan years ago, 2007. The movie came out in theaters and somehow I managed to find a DVD copy. No, I found that. Oh, one. did you remember, find it? Remember, oh, you yes. couldn't find it, so I found it. But you know what? Um, but when I was watching it, there the the effects with um in the beginning there when he's chasing the deer. Oh, the deer's bad, and the deer are bad, the, the and then yep. and then the lion family. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like th this is like the worst CGI I've ever seen. But like when you first originally watched the movie, you didn't notice any of that. But it just, yeah, it hasn't, it has not aged very well. So there was, um, somebody back here said, I wish they'd have kept the original ending. There is an alternative ending to it. Yeah, too, where remember? he lives. Yes, yeah. that's right. Cause, well, and yeah. I wish they, they wish they would have done that and then did the sequel. Because they're talking about doing a sequel now with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. And like, so who's he going to be? Like, because Will Smith supposedly died. So who's... Unless like, they just ignore that ending and they go with alternative Either that ending, or unless is... they, I don't, yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. Or maybe he didn't die. Right. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe but, yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Michael B. Jordan, but I just. I know. But I, I just, um, I I think it's going to be one of, like, one of those movies where, what was the recently one that they just released a sequel to? Oh, uh, oh I don't, I'm not sure. Just, I can't uh, remember, but. It, it was too much of a gap, like Zombieland. Oh, yeah. It just, it's it's too much of a gap. They should have did the sequel, like, within three years. And, but now, like, when did it come out? Um, 2007? 2007? Yeah. yeah. It's been too long. Like, oh, yeah. It's not going it, to, it's not going to, like, Will Smith is, is what he is, but he's aged so much. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just, it's been too long. It's just not going to be a good movie, I don't think. Yeah, I, and... Yeah. I could go back and watch it. I mean, oh yeah, when he I quotes, tried. I did try. But, oh yeah, and it's yeah. it's a great prepper film too. That's what I love about it because yeah. you know, I mean, he he literally scavenges and he knows how to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Avatar. Avatar that's yeah. right. Well, well, honestly, I I haven't seen the original Avatar and I have no interest in the second Avatar. Yeah, neither have I. But so. um, but it, it's still like 
Well, that's because James Cameron thinks he can do whatever he wants and everybody will fall I don't know. head over heels for him. $2 billion the box office. I don't fucking get it. So. I don't know. I don't like James Cameron at all. But it just, um, but I, it's, it's too long. It's too much of a gap. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, my number five was Shaun of the Dead. So that, that doesn't surprise it, it's me. a comedy. If it wasn't a comedy, I don't know. It could be higher on the list. That All of my mm-hmm. top five are movies that I love. Shaun of the Dead, of course, it came out, and, and of course, you guys will probably guess what my number one is. But anyway, Shaun of the Dead came out when it, uh, right at the heyday of when zombie films were coming big again, right? Mm-hmm. You had, yeah, there was a few out of there. <laughs> you got some red on you. <laughs> I've always, that is such an odd phrase. Mm-hmm. And I've never quite understood if that's just a British phrase phraseology to it or if it if there's a double meaning to that. But uh, I know that's how they all talk. I know. Yeah, like it's it's funny. But I mean, everything about the film. The film's a great movie, even if it didn't have zombies in it. You know, like between Sean and his uh, best friend Ed. slash Ed. Yes, Ed. And when they when they kill the the zombies in the backyard and they're looking through their vinyl and they're like, oh, can't throw that one. Let's throw this one. Can't throw that one. Let's throw this. Because like it really matters. At I that know. Point, right. And they're like, let's go to the Winchester and have a pint. Like that's all. He has no no clue i mean he he has so little situational awareness that he walks to the convenience store and doesn't realize that the opening to dawn of the dead is happening right around him (laughs) it's incredible like it and he is i i could watch him act all day long yeah he's so good and he plays the dad in um the boys he plays the main character's father in that remember how yeah Mm -hmm. because the main character was designed after him but oh um he hasn't done much though since. No, like, not a lot. He was in Star Wars, or Star Trek films for a yeah, while, and that's. But the problem is, Shaun of the Dead, like the the Cornetto trilogy or whatever. I loved the first one, but then the next two were like, yeah, not too bad, mm-hmm. you know. Like Hot Fuzz and stuff. Yes. Yeah. One step closer. It was neat. You're right. It was neat to see a zombie film when almost none had. Uh, when almost none, no one has guns. And they had the cricket bat. Yes, the cricket <laughs> bat. So there is... He's I'm, running around with the tie on his head and he's got the cricket. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a, a manga that I read years ago called I Am Hero. And that's like a Japanese comic book, for those who don't know. And, of course, in Japan, there's almost no guns whatsoever. The main character manages to find a like a single-shot shotgun or something. But it was interesting. It's really I think cool. Alice is so reading that one. She, she wants to. We yeah. can't find them. They're, they've been out of print for a long time, and she refuses to read electronics. She wants paper. So, yeah. We've been looking for them. It's a great read if you're into comics or manga, but I think it's the only manga I've ever read, but it was good. But yes, you're right. Shaun of the Dead was great. Uh, and uh, it was it's Queen, right? At the end when they play um, the yeah. song. Yeah. Can't Stop Me Now, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the soundtrack is awesome. Um, I can't think of the director's name right now. He did Baby Driver and One Night in Soho or whatever. Uh, and he was supposed to do Ant-Man and then he dropped out from Ant-Man. But uh, he is, he's really good. He, he's uh, one of the best at using music with action, you know, yeah. like the tempo or whatever. So absolutely. Yeah. It was, Edgar Wright. Thank you. One step. I get going and, you know, yeah. Simon Pegg was in Mission Impossible as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Grace says, I still think Walking Dead is my favorite zombie show. I'm going to go with the first five seasons of The Walking Dead. Until Rick dies. Yeah. You know. Or Rick leaves. So yeah. He doesn't well, die. even before that, it was bad. I would well, say, go ahead. Okay. Well, he was like the episode, like the the season just before he left. 
and then the season up until he left it was kind of dwindling mm-hmm. like it was still okay because like a- andrew lincoln is an incredible actor oh, he can yeah. carry the whole show on his own but then then you get to the point where after rick's gone and then it time warps yep and then and they have that. well they have like the whole community established and everything and i and i started watching it and i'm like Okay, you have this community, you have supplies, you have why do you keep going out? Right. Why do you keep going out and trying to cause trouble? Why do you keep going out and finding fights? What just stay and live your lives? Like, why do you have to be such assholes? Right. And then they make it sound like everybody else is the bad guy, but actually I think they're the bad guys. They're not much better. No, because they go out looking for the fights all the time. And I don't know. I just it just get and then it's the same thing over it's repetitive, and over, and, over yeah. and it's like okay. I and, and it, is, it yeah. just become it's like it almost felt like a, a CW drama after yeah, a while. Just, it was like, yeah, you know, they had these mopey teenagers, and then you had to check off all the diversity check boxes and well, and then of course, and then when Michonne leaves to go find Rick, yeah, like she she did like she had this whole I'm a strong warrior woman type of persona. And, um, and then she like, and then she's got her son and she's got Judith and all of a sudden she just, she just up and disappears. Yep. So you're going to leave your children in the middle of a zombie apocalypse to go find something that you don't even know is there. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. There was no, there was such a little, yeah. Yeah. And that's because she left because of Marvel. Right. But it was a really dumb. Oh, they should just killed her off. One but. step closer says Coral. Yeah, right. <laughs> so as far yeah. as so the first season of The Walking Dead, um, some of the best TV ever. The mm-hmm. the pilot to the show would be a standalone. Well, it's very similar to another film, but it, it would be yeah. standalone, one of the best, absolutely. And then there are some episodes in The Walking Dead that is some of the best TV out there. Oh yeah. There's a two part episode, two two episodes. Remember when the governor's on the road? And he's just walking. Yep. And that is some of the best TV. I love those two episodes. And I really like the episode where Morgan went and met Eastman. Remember? Yep. He was in the woods and he woke up in a jail cell. Some of that, some of the best TV ever. And then they go and do some of the worst shit, you know. Like mm-hmm. even even on Herschel's farm was a lot of fun. But then Well, just, and then yeah. and then of course, and then when they introduced Negan, that that those two episodes were really good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it got to the point where, like, okay. Like I, I love Jeffrey D. Morgan. Oh yeah, Morgan. I think he's an incredible actor. But the writers. But the but how many times can he swing his bat around and say the exact same saying all the time? And it's like, okay, now you're getting it's getting stale. Yeah, sure. Like okay, and then all of a sudden, then they make him do a complete 180, and everyone's supposed to love him and forgive him because he bashes people's brains in. Like I just, mm, it just doesn't do it for me. So one step closer says Shane did nothing wrong. And you no, know what? I like Shane. Yes. He was actually one of my favorite characters besides Rick. And here's the yeah. thing, guys. The crazy thing, you know, they all had their little conscience at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, they did way worse after Shane was gone. Things yep. that, yeah, it, uh, Shane was so good. And the, he, he's such a good actor, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I like Shane. And 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 that, and uh, <laughs> and it's still... Like, you know, you ever see that TikTok goes to this day, yep. but it still burns my ass. Lori. Oh, she was like, bad, yeah, she was. Okay. I'm sorry. She thought her husband was dead and obviously she couldn't keep her legs closed for like the first five days afterwards. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's turning Rick against Shane because she 
was having like she was sleeping with Shane and then all of a sudden like she's poisoning Rick's mind against him and like that wasn't right like all that dirty dirty unshowered sex it was all so gross but they always found time to shave their armpits didn't they? right but like okay you got yourself pregnant and then all of a sudden now because you feel guilty about your actions you want your husband to kill his best friend because you think he should she was just yeah like she reminded me of the mother from Breaking Bad. Yeah, and Andrea. Andrea was really Oh, my too. God. And and yeah. the lady who plays Andrea, she's a, a good actress. She mm-hmm. was in the, the X-Files way back when. She was in um, The Mist. Yep. You know? and she Yeah, but when the actors let you, or when the writers let you down, it becomes an issue, you know? it Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, their hair looked great in the apocalypse. Ain't that the right? truth, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, so, Jeff... Um, who asked here? Where was that? Rachel said, did you like Jeffrey Dean in any of his movies? Mm-hmm. Well, he was in, uh, I had to look it up. I couldn't remember. Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, which was a great film. He's not in it for very long. No. Though. He plays um, the 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 guy that has the smile button. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He gets um, thrown out the window. Oh, he played. Yeah, he played Thomas Wayne in yeah. Batman v Superman as well. Yeah, and he was in that horror movie too. Um, oh yes, the possession. Yep, that was yeah, pretty with good. His daughter. There it is. Yep, yep the possession. That, one's a good one. that was pretty good. I was in Texas Killing Fields, but uh, mm-hmm. Watchmen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, he was that. in. He's in, and he was actually in. I think he was in an episode on, or did they bleep? He was supposed to be in Shameless. Oh, he was the restaurant owner. That's supposed to fall in love with Fiona, and but then they, but then he got cast on The Walking Dead, and then, yeah, he left after about three episodes, right? Or an episode, one, or, yeah, and yeah. then they hired the, the other guy. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, his yeah, name. yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, where was everybody loves Daryl? Yeah, he was the comedian. That's right. That was his name mm. for sure. Yeah, and who else? And just uh, and Daryl isn't even in the graphic novels. No, no, he was no. made up for the TV show, which was, he was. which was fine. Whatever. Yeah, Lori was so dang useless in The Walking Dead, Ugh. and I hate it. I just I don't. It know. It just makes me mad just talking about it. When when <laughs> when they're okay, and this is my pet peeve. When you're in an apocalyptic scenario where all you need to worry about is surviving, and people decide it's time to sit around and talk about morals, that yeah. pisses me off to no end. I know, don't yeah. lose your humanity, but oh my god, yes, no. but yes. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a really good actor. Oh yeah, he was a dad in Supernatural. Mac yeah, I've never that. watched Supernatural. No, I, I haven't either, but Mac loved it. So, what's mm-hmm. your number four, sweetheart? Number four. Hmm. I'm going to go with 28 days slash 28 weeks later. Huh. Expand. Um, okay, well, 28 days. Uh, I I love... Uh, is it Cillian Murphy Cillian, or Killian Murphy. Killian I'm not sure. Murphy. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like he... But I found with 28... Days later, it was it was so original. Oh, and Danny Boyle, the the director, and it was sorry. Go ahead. You, you yeah, no, going. it was it was so original, and the way it was filmed, and just everything about it, and it was it was so creepy and dark, and and like and and just just how it was filmed, like it was. Oh, it was it was like, one of the first films shot all digitally. Yeah, uh, you know they they had a few hours at a time where they could shut down the streets in London and film. But that the thing is, there's never going to be. I probably said this in the last time we talked about. It, there's never going to be an HD episode or video of it 
because it was filmed on digital video. So yeah. it, it's going to be grainy forever. And that's the way Danny Boyle, the director, wanted it. And and 28 weeks later, um, you know, like it, it's it's obviously not as good. But um, I don't know. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure. It is. Like, but the it, it has one of the best openings to any zombie film. Oh, ever. yeah. Like, but it's yeah, like it is creepy. And. Like it, like it'll never be a good as good as the original. But it was like when you're watching it and you're like, oh, you know what? It's actually not that bad. And the acting wasn't bad in it. Oh, so good. And like I love how they kind of like try to reintroduce everyone back into the city, and it's all quarantined off and everything. <coughs> I love how they do that. And then all of a sudden, it just and you like, you know, it's gonna go, it's gonna go to hell. You know this, right? Like every single time. And then. And then all of a sudden, everything just goes, everything starts blowing up. <laughs> but no, but it, it was, those are my, yeah, those are my two. One Step says it was heartbreaking when the nice guy got turned up. I'm going to guess they mean Brendan Gleeson, the dad. Yeah, and that, that was so frustrating. Looks right up and a drop hits right in the eye. That's what would happen like, to what me. Are the, yeah, that, that would happen yeah. to me. Everything yes. goes in his eyes. Everything's in my eyes. <laughs> I, could have, I could have fucking safety glasses and goggles and a face shield on, <laughs> and, and I would still, still look up and it would get in there. Well, so. Amy too, my sister. Yeah. Every time you toss something <clears> at her, <throat> it hits her in the eye. Oh, absolutely. Don't know why. The, the night before her wedding. Yeah, Mer that's right. Mackenzie tossed a box at her, hit her in the eye, gave her a bruise right here in her eye before the day before her wedding. It's like everything. He's really good, Brendan Gleeson, in Mr. Mercedes as well. Which yes, is, he uh, is. He is a Stephen actor. King film. One of the better Stephen King novels in the last 10 years for sure. But if you get a chance, just watch the first season. Don't don't worry about the rest of it. The first mm. season was awesome. But uh, yeah, and uh, let's see here. Martin says, people think it's fantasy, not realizing if that type of collapse ever happened to be far worse than the movies or TV can show. Oh, yes. Yeah. I There's a quote. I made a meme out of it a few years ago. It's from that episode when the, the uh, governor is walking on the road and he's sitting around there. I guess they found a can of SpaghettiOs or something. And the girl looks at him and she's like, I never knew the apocalypse was going to be so boring. And I think that's what it would be. I mean, you'd be busy trying to survive, mm -hmm. but... Everything you're used to, all of the mental stimulation would be gone. Just like that, you know. And uh, uh, Gracie says, this is our daughter here. Grace and Liv are both in here. And she said, there's another zombie movie mom will know. Can't remember, but it's where she's slowly turning into a zombie. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that... is that on your list? No, it's not. Okay. Um, but it, that's contracted. Oh, I forgot and about that, that. That's the one where the guy works in the morgue and ends up uh, having inappropriate relations with dead people and then he ends up it's a necrophiliac yeah and then he ends up meeting her remember oh yes and that, then, i forgot about that yeah though. and then i remember when she's she's she has a, a guy over and she's got like maggots and everything oh <laughs> my god she's dying from the inside yes, <laughs> yeah. that movie uh that's that movie's 10 years old i just looked it up on yeah. imdb and uh wow yes i'd forgotten about that yeah because like it was just yeah it was like kind of like a, a hookup yeah that's and right then yeah, she yeah. caught it from the guy and um it's funny how many horror know. movies deal with like stds in a sense like yeah. we were talking about uh, it follows is like an allegory for mm -hmm. an std and this one was much more on the nose oh yeah and then there was a third one the other day too and i can't remember what it was but that's okay one step says in the apocalypse, the Amish and the rednecks will take over. Yep. Yep. I agree. Because they're the only ones that are smart enough to do it and they don't depend on. Yes. They can get by with. Without technology. With. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but contracted is a really good one. I, I should have forgot about that. Yeah. But it's, 
yeah it's i found it kind of more gross than oh yeah, yeah. it's creepy i mean yeah. it's 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 kind of um body body horror is what yeah. they call it you know so my number four is night of the living dead the original uh not the original zombie film but the one that everybody talks about They're, the black and white one the black and white one george a romero there is an older zombie film called white zombie which yes that's where rob zombie got the name of his band from i've never seen it apparently it's not very good but it's okay but the traditional what we think of the slow lumbering brain <laughs> coming out of the ground yes remember yeah. so years ago when alice was just a baby and she would crawl along on the ground and she would uh she would go after the dog food i'd always go brains brains <laughs> and but, you notice that in any of the new zombie movies none of them ever come out of the ground no that's true yeah, yeah that was like, just a george romero yeah thing. like it showed remember they were yep. in the cemetery barbara and her brother night of the living dead and, and, then, and the hands are coming up none of the other zombie movies i have ever seen them come out of the ground return of the living dead that wow. one yeah yeah but that was yeah I don't class so <laughs> yeah you know what i forgot about that one rachel maggie the one with uh oh that was my honorable mention <sighs> okay yeah, yeah we've got a bunch of honorable mentions probably yeah. too i'm guessing so but uh yeah so night of the living dead it's so good it's black mm -hmm. and white if you guys don't know george a romero forgot to file if it's the copyright or whatever it was. So what ended up happening was it went into public domain as soon as it left theaters, which meant he basically didn't make any money. So have you ever wondered why there's like 8 million copies and spinoffs and movies with Night of the Living Dead in the title? That's why. I love that one. In the, Barbara, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> and then he falls and hits his head. And the ending. The, it's so good because of the ending too right um, okay okay because I, I think it rides on that whole racial which, tension racial so tension i believe too, right? the film was made in 68 yeah so if you haven't seen it i'm going to spoil the ending for you so well your ears. i know i know yeah, come on how can i really spoil a 60 year old exactly film, 65 nah, year old film so, of, yeah you know the the the, the the black guy at the end is the only survivor mm -hmm. and he steps out onto the no no he's in the window oh in the with window his gun yep with his gun and then they and the cops yeah. shoot him right in the head yeah. and i mean you think he is going to be yeah one step closer says one of the first movies of a black hero absolutely mm -hmm. and then they shoot him and uh i mean it is such a bleak dark and depressing film but it still has that 60s you know kind of that you know the 60s were still thinking about the 50s so it still had mm -hmm. kind of that leave it to beaver kind of look to it you know the people the guys wore button-up shirts and, and, the, and the big uh bees nest hair yeah, and, it yeah. was a great film and if you guys have mm -hmm. never seen it because i've only watched it maybe since we've lived out here is when i first seen it oh i've seen it oh yeah and it, times, it's so. great and you know if, if if you're like my kids and they thought that you know before color tv everything was black and white including the whole world yeah you know maybe do yourself a favor and go back and watch it because it's worth it and while you're at it, go find yourself a couple silent films and watch them too, because there are some good silent films out there. Maybe I'll have to do an episode of my favorite silent films because there's oh, a bunch of them. You'll have to do that on your own. I'm I not know. a big silent. Film. I know. Uh, maybe I'll get Charlotte to come on with me. She'd love that. She likes our old silent films. Uh, I've never seen Return of the Living Dead. I uh, have. Yeah. And uh, One Step says it still holds up. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Are you talking about One Step? Because yeah. it does. It's just a great film. You know. The great thing about black and white is it's very forgiving with effects. You know, and I think it's funny though too when you watch those older movies and you know, like when they're in the basement and it's the, the husband and wife and how like they 
when they're when they get mad and they get like really loud at each other and it's like and they're so over dramatic it's oh it's the, really the, yeah the, it's like it's like in them old films whenever a woman got a little hysterical and she, she fainted, fainted. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. what was your number three baby doll hmm my number three is the crazies oh i love the crazies i forgot about the crazies yep uh tim's crush <laughs> timothy oliphant Tim timothy oliphant is yeah, in that yeah. movie He's a gorgeous hunk of a man. He is. He is a great actor. Yeah, too. he is. Um, yeah, Ju that... Justified. He did how many seasons of Justified? Mm, we never watched the final one of that. No. Either. Oh no, you're thinking of uh, no. We're talking about um, Deadwood. Deadwood. Yes. Yeah, so that was that. good in that too. Oh man. Yeah. So no. Um, now the crazies. It. They're kind of zombies, but they're not. And but they're still at the point where they're non-functional human beings. Yep. And basically, they're just there to kill. Oh yeah. And, and it has and a great it, opening too. The, it does the, the baseball field. Oh, the baseball field. Oh, yeah, like man. that. That's really great. And then, and like, and and their their only thing it it's like they're they're function to kill, but they're not like your typical where they're after the brains and the flesh and everything. They just they just have to kill. Yeah. They. Yeah. It's it's and, similar to Twenty Eight Days Later in that sense. Kinda. Yeah. Because that's just rage. There's no there's no feeding there. It's no, just they're violence. just killing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like how they, um, like well I like um, I can't think of her name. Rajda. I can't pronounce her name. That's okay. Uh, the 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 wife. Okay. Um, no, she she was in Silent Hill. Yes. Yeah. Um. So she's really, she's good in it, and just just the whole movie itself. It's just like it's shot really well. Rada Mitchell. Rada Rada. Yeah. Rada Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. R A D H A. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, and it's just uh, I don't, and then of course at the end when they like nuke the whole town and everything, oh. and then. And then it like patient zeroes onto them as they're going to the other town. And they think it's... they're getting away and they're like, oh no. They, I yeah. really wish they would have done a sequel oh, to that one. It was so good. It was. And it was so violent. And mm -hmm. I mean, like, look at it. He the man can act in like in a brown paper bag. Like he, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's he's yeah. like your modern day cowboy, and he doesn't have to try to be, mm -mm. you know what I mean? And oh yeah. No, he, he was... is he's a good actor. If you've yeah. never seen the crazies. It came out in 2010, so it's 13 years old, but it it holds up still. Oh yeah, and it's George A. Romero too. It, oh, so yeah. it kind of is. It's based on his motion picture. It's yeah. a remake, which I yeah. So about. he, but he's still in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, a gets a writing credit for it. Yeah. And I'm going to have a remake on mine as well. So okay. on my list, but uh, yeah, I think it started with a plane crash, didn't it? Like the plane. Yeah, plane it was crashes, a military, crash, and then it goes into or? the water. Yes, isn't that's that how it, it, yeah. it travels? And then, yeah, and then they try, and it's all military. They try to cover it up. Yes, of course. And the government yeah. is always ahead of everybody. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's man, it's yeah, it's a good yeah. one. No, it is a really good movie. I like it a lot. So that was your number three, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my number three, you guys have heard me talk about this one before. I love it. It's the only Canadian film on this list, and it's Pool and i don't know why you like this movie so much it's because it has everything <laughs> everything that i love about movies it's uh a small i've all i grew up on the 90s you know in the indie films right and so they all had a low budget and the ones that were the best were the ones that focused on a few people in a small contained environment and i always loved that and the guy who plays the radio announcer in pawnee pool his voice is perfect. 
And so the entire movie, what I love about it is, again, um, earlier, I think it was one step, uh, stole my line earlier about the monster that you don't see is scarier than the monster you do. So Pontypool is told entirely through people calling into the radio station and reporting what they're seeing. So they're in a radio station studio. You know, you hear people beating on the door, scratching on the door, and it just, it is, you know, for a movie that had almost no money whatsoever, and of course it was filmed in Canada, which was really cool, you don't really ever see the zombies other than once maybe remember somebody well, yeah, comes through I, the I door think, at the well that end. and i think uh one of his one of the ladies worked in the radio station doesn't Turned she like smash her face against the glass yeah. or something yeah but that you know it's it's one of those less is more films and mm -hmm. it is so good if you haven't seen it it's p-o-n-t-y-p-o-o-l and it's it's just a perfect film i think anyway i, I love it. it it flies under the radar because again it was a very low budget film uh, apparently i didn't know this it's based on a book called Pawnee Pool Changes Everything. So I got to look that up and give that a listen sometime. They talked about making a sequel. Um, they talked about making a comic book based on it. It's been too long. It has, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking, it's 15 years old now, mm -hmm. right? And uh, it's a brisk hour and a half. But again, one reason I like it is everything happens in the mind's eye. You know, it's 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 basically an audio book that's acted out and it, it's a lot of fun. So if you've never, if you're out there thinking, oh, I need something to watch, well, here's the tagline. It says, a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. And it's it's just, it's full attention, and the acting's pretty damn good. In his voice, you could listen to him talk all day long. So the main actor is, um, where is it, Stephen McCaddy. Yeah, and he was really good in it. And he always had plans, always wanted to do a second one, but it just never happened. So there you go. You're number two, sweetheart. So, number two, I kind of like I have. You two. went back and forth. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to give number two. I think to World War Z. Okay, that was yeah. one of my um, honorable mentions. Yep, I guilty pleasure is Brad Pitt. Honestly. Oh, me too. Yeah, we can share him. It's fine. Yeah, he's. He he's a great actor. He's everything he everything he touches is I love his movies. Oh yeah, we watched that one the other night with him in it. Um the bullet train. Yeah. Yeah. But um no, I World War Z I wish they had not nixed the sequel on that. I thought Yeah, I was hoping like, that would, I was yeah. so hoping they would have done that. But just just watching it and it was like even in the beginning was realistic. <laughs> Remember when they're like packing oh, yeah. up really quick and they're leaving and the little girl's crying because she's looking for her blankie. Oh, that and, broke my heart. And then, of course, then they're like trying to find and like when they're in the pharmacy there and they're attacking his wife and he kills the guy and the cops running in there and he's putting his hands up because he killed him. Yeah. The cop goes right by because he's looking for baby formula. And like it, it's just everything about it is realistic and of like what could happen. Right. And uh and then you get to, and then like, and it was so great too when they get into that. Um, it made me so mad when they were in. Uh, was that Jerusalem? Yep. And they had it all blocked off, and then they started singing. It's like, why are you singing? Oh, I know. <laughs> what I is know. wrong with you people? And then like they they start singing, and then of course then the zombies start making that zombie wall that was and so they're like and then they start falling over and they're like and the way they fall and then they get up and start running and everything yeah the, it's that's an it's an insane movie it's pretty intense the thing yeah. about world war z and i've mentioned it many times is a lot of people considered the book 
unadaptable. And I think the movie proved it. The movie itself, you, you know, it had a bunch of uh, rewrites and reshoots. The movie itself was fine. I wish it would have been rated R. Oh, yes. Yes, that too. It should have been rated R. But honestly, it would have been better. Yes. One Step says it would have been a, a great series. Mm -hmm. Because it's basically like a diary or like, a, you know, it's it's a collection of stories. And it was, it was awesome. But the movie could have been the movie without being World War Z. It could have just been some zombie film. Mm -hmm. Because the problem is, is that it was so well loved by so many people that when they made the movie, it was like, eh, it's, it's not, you know. But it was, it was really good though. Like, cause like even when they go to the military base there and they're riding the bicycles, yes. they have to be oh, yeah. really quiet or like that. It, that's really smart. And then, and then they give the doctor the gun and he trips and he shoots himself. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yes. The only one that could like save them. And I I'm forgot like, about that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but like even every, everything they do is like, um, it, I don't know. It was just a smart movie. Yeah, like, I was, enjoyed the film. I didn't love yeah. it because I'd read the book beforehand. Yeah, no, see, I hadn't read the book. I know, which was so, good because yeah. it's one of the few where I'm like, they're two completely separate entities and they really don't have a whole lot to do with one another. I wish they would have done the, did the sequel because they were in talks of it and they were in plans and then they just... Just kind of fell apart. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Brad Pitt maybe get drinking too much or something. Well, that or so. maybe they just didn't want to pay him anything or who knows, right? So my number two is the Dawn of the Dead remake. 2004 2004 uh written that's... written by james gunn directed by uh zach snyder that that's on your list that's too. my number one yeah okay there yeah, you go so we'll talk about it together <laughs> so it's great uh sarah Pauly, right we've seen her the other yep. day yeah canadian actress she's great in it and ving rames ving rames yep that the whole film is just full of all these character actors that you recognize mm -hmm. you know the, the dad from um modern family he's yeah. in it he plays a bad guy which is so well, he's, funny he's such a douche oh he's such a douche yes yeah. and like honestly watching him in dawn of the dead and then watched him on uh the modern family modern family it looks like it's a completely different person and it's just the way he carries himself yep. um one step closer says hell yeah the opening credit sequence with johnny K it yeah so uh cam and colby from um the uh casual preppers they they did a, a survey a while back about what would be the best soundtrack of the apocalypse and so everybody put in their songs in johnny like, cash yeah but like <laughs> half the songs that people listed were from the dawn of the dead soundtrack yeah. i wanted to get it on vinyl but I haven't been able to find it yet but the movie again it's fast zombies yep but it's that hey let's go to the mall you know and but it has man i gotta tell you, it has mm -hmm. one of the best opening sequences of any zombie oh film. yeah like when they're laying in the bed there and the little girl comes into the hallway like it's it's my number one it's my favorite movie i think i could i could go upstairs right now and watch it on Netflix. oh absolutely I, I could i've watched it probably two three hundred times oh I just, yeah and it, it just um but like the little girl in the hallway and and she gets up and her face is all chewed up and yes. like what's going on? <laughs> and then her then her man, her boyfriend, her husband, or whatever. Well, the little girl bites his yeah. his neck, right? And he dies, and then he comes back to life, and then he's just like, doesn't he headbutt the the, the Well, she goes door? into the bathroom yeah. and he yeah, he headbutts through the door and the little girl was so creepy. And yeah. one step closer says the man comes around. That is so perfect with that opening mm -hmm. montage. And then I'm sure most of you, but when they when they're in the elevator. And there's the elevator music, yeah. And it's it's like this swing version of "Down with the Sickness" by Disturbed, which, oh my god, it's and, so perfect. And like in the beginning too, when um, after the opening sequence, I love how it um, 
focuses on the news. Yes. And, and the government, and they're like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's like, that's the first time you ever hear the government say they don't know something. Right? Well, and <laughs> so they fill like, in a ton of the backstory yeah. through quick little TV snippets, you know, when they, they're like, yeah, what, what do they call him? A twitcher? Is that yep. what he's, like, he's a twitcher, and then you shoot him, and yeah, this guy's you gotta shoot him in the head. And... Well, and I think the only thing that kind of ticked me off about it was the ending. Because, mm -hmm. like, like it, well, it was, they, a, it was a great ending, and it leaves you wanting more. Right. But that's the problem. It's because I was disappointed because you want more. But they and all they all die, right? I I'm, I, assume, I think implied? it's supposed to imply that because that's I guess but, that's kind of paying homage to the you know George Romero and yeah. you know the first. But um, the so in the opening scene when she goes out and she gets into her car, um, I mean this is just pure Zack Snyder. But you know mm -hmm. they they have those ultra close ups where the the car's driving around. There it is. Mm -hmm. I was just one step took it right out of my mouth, and then. They do the zoom out shot as she's driving through the neighborhood. That's exactly at one step. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 classic. It's so and damn you see good. all the explosions oh. and the car accidents and everything. Yeah. It. Yeah. It the, just total like just the filming of total chaos. Mm -hmm. That was. And how fast it happened. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like Shaun of the Dead. You know, you're hearing these things in the background. Like, wasn't it? Isn't there a news story about rabies or something in it? Or I, maybe I'm getting that one mixed up. But, you know, they're talking about people being sick at the beginning of the, the um, when she's at the hospital, they're busy. Yep. And then that's the one where the paramedic sitting in the. Yeah. He's, well, she said that um, they did an x-ray on a bite and then mm. he ended up in ICU. And then they're like, for a bite? Because they had no idea. Right. right. It was all just starting. Yep. And, oh, man. And then. <laughs> The, the great big fat lady they bring in in a wheelbarrow. Oh, the poor guy. Because it was his it was his wife, right? Wasn't there? No, 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 no wasn't. It wasn't just a friend or something. Just, yeah, just a yeah. church goer, yeah. And then the pregnant Russian girl. Yep. That, uh, yeah, and then been... like, and then she gives birth to the zombie, zombie babe. baby. Oh, my, that's so cheesy. Oh, yeah. man. And but then, like, it makes you wonder. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. And then the guy, I love the guy over at the gun shop. Um, Andy. Andy. He was so hungry. Yeah. Remember, they were, were they were playing... Was it chess, chess for a while? Yeah. And then, then they played the game where they had to pick out a character. They're like, oh, who's this look like? And then Andy had to shoot him. And... Well, and then there was a little uh, blip of, uh, it shows Andy recording himself. Yes, yeah, that's right. And then it shows him like eating his goldfish and yeah. everything, trying to survive. And it has him, like, it. I, I can't remember, was that the at the end or it's on the DVD. That I you think buy that's or because there was yeah. something about Andy and his dog too. Um, no, it wasn't his dog. No, but they're, yeah. Oh, they tried to uh, send. One they, they sent the dog over with, with food right. for him and the dog. And then she takes off in the truck because she's an idiot. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that was what our dogs yeah. would do. Yeah. But Brent they, Reynolds, there we go. Yeah. yeah, they and, yeah. and then they, um, but like the little blurb, it show it's like Andy recording a, like a, yeah, a, a, little a video yeah, diary. Yeah. yeah. yeah of him starving and how he's and then it because like as it goes on it tells him how like he he talks about how he was talking to Bing Rames on the roof there and yes that, yeah and they put they wrote help out on the roof and yeah. uh and the, the bodies when they get rid of the bodies remember they'd roll them up and throw them off the roof yep. and just everything was practical because I don't think there's many places that would be we, we remember we had this conversation so yeah we were walking through the west edmonton mall here i don't know when it was maybe a year ago or whatever <laughs> and it's the second largest mall in north america and we were like you know what this would be the, this would be the place this would be a great place other than needing too many to, windows too many windows you'd have yeah. to secure the doors 
But there's a lot of doors in the West Ed Mall, though. Oh yeah, my like goodness, there's a lot of doors. Fifty some glass entrances you'd have to secure. But yeah. the food, there would be a lot of food. Yeah, you could survive in there for a but long honestly, time. Staying in the hotel. Yep. Yeah. Because then you could be up on the higher levels. Yeah. The floors, the the, the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be, it would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Until until the zombies got on the roof above the world water uh, world <laughs> and then fell water through the park, glass. Fell through the but glass. But they wouldn't be able to get out because they still have to go through that whole uh, escalator and everything to actually get that into the mall. That is true. Yes. So so like academy sports. So, so there's yeah there's sports <laughs> places in there. You know you could. Oh my God! Yeah, mm -hmm. see, lady says not only um, we had this conversation walking through the mall. I think it was it was a night you and I were there and we went into the the shoe store. Mm -hmm. And remember, we thought um, the security was in. They were coming in to empty the uh, the cash register or whatever. Yep. And we were, we got talking about how it would be a place. You know, it wouldn't be perfect, but yep. you'd find enough ingredients in there to keep. Well, you see, going. that's the thing. And, and all the stores on the second level don't have doors to the outside. It's all the stores on the main level. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, so then at that point, all you would really need to secure is, I don't know, 10 or 12 escalators, yeah. right? Because the elevators probably aren't working. So, <laughs> but it would be, yeah. I, and those you can even go games. up to the third floor where the theater is. That is true. Yeah. Then you'd be, you'd be set. You could sit up there with a little gun. Because yeah, all that is just two escalators and an elevator. That's true. So. Tractor supply. Yeah, that would be a good one too. <laughs> But yeah, same over here. Mertensen says, "Yeah, it's a fun game. I don't know. It is. Ah, yeah, it's something to yeah. pass the time, right?" And I mean, there's a there, there's a seal, a place where the seals swim around, <laughs> and there's a pirate ship in there with a great big indoor. So you have lots of fresh water. You know, it would it would turn eventually, but yeah, it would, it would. You know, lots of fresh water. Um, how many places there is to eat? So how many places to sleep? Oh yes. yeah, you'd go in the brick. You could have your pick of a, a different king size pillow top every single night. You know exactly. And, um. As far as weapons go to defend yourself. Oh, geez. There's the, the gun range. Yep. The yeah. Gun range. There, there's a gun range, an indoor gun range where you can shoot all kinds of guns that you can't shoot anywhere else in Canada. So yep. that would be cool. Uh, an indoor bowling alley. So you could throw bowling balls at them. Golf clubs for mini golf. <laughs> We'd have to save the sloths though. Yeah. 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 Chris Dixon says fresh ish water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you'd need a Berkey or something like that, <laughs> but at least you'd have access to water for a little while. Yeah. So yeah, it would be true. Well, um, now would it be salt water for the seals? I don't. I, don't I think the, that, do they the, have to be no. Salt so water? the water that the seals are in are separate. Is separate from the water. The rest. Oh, of the water. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the the seals are. Yeah. It is all. Uh, maybe sometime we'll do a video. Well, worst case scenario, you could drink the water out of the water park, and that's chlorine. Too. Yeah, that's true. It's just chlorine, right? It'd be fun to do a walk around video of them all sometime. Oh eh? yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll do it for you sometime. One step. It's uh it's one of my favorite places. Oh, right? it's huge. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, Chris says it's an amazing place if it wasn't for the people. Oh, I, yeah. well, we went on when we just went on Wednesday night, and it actually wasn't too bad. It was quite quiet. Yeah, it was. It was quiet, but it was still busy, right? Yeah. But like, it's not like once you get used to it, it's not horrible, and you know where everything is. And yeah, well, that's true. Like seal jerky. <laughs> one yeah. step. For those yeah, on audio, like, is there two or three of them? Two or three, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's sea lions, not seals. Yeah, yeah, they're sea lions. But yes, yeah. uh, sea lion jerky. Yeah, that would it would work if you had to. You know? Yeah, they're really cute. But um, plus there's a the wild animal sanctuary in there that has sloths. And yeah, everything. the they're sloths so are sweet. so cute and tarantulas and nasty yeah. old snakes and oh yeah. Yeah, no, but if you were like as long as you know where every store is and you know where you're going. And you don't, and you're, and you're not afraid you're going to get lost. 
then it actually, and I don't recommend going around Christmas time if you're not a real big people person. Right? No, but it is, it is a great mall. We just, we love staying at the hotel there. I just love it. It has everything you need. And if you stay at the hotel, you can go in and walk after it's closed at mm -hmm. night. So we could we could film our own little short film in there. Some post apocalyptic yeah, actually, short we film. Could. So <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Plenty of options for food then. Mmm, sloth jerky. Yeah, it's just it's so hard to chew. It's you know slows yeah. you right down. Well, the um yeah the plenty of options for food. There's like three food courts three or four there's yeah. three great big huge food courts oh, plus, plus bourbon street plus there's bourbon street plus the, uh, the asian supermarket the asian supermarket yeah so yeah, so there's lots no shortage of food no that would be fun i think yeah, anyway, yeah. so yeah my i said yeah dawn of the dead remake and so your number one was dawn of the dead remake mm -hmm. as well right so my number one is 28 days later one Express. that you mentioned already yeah. but it just there's a soft spot in it 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 really built my, or I don't know, that's what gave me the love for zombie films. When it came out in, I think it was 02, I ended up getting a DVD copy of it just after, no, no Zombieland, one step closer. Uh, I like Zombieland. I don't, I mean, I really like Zombieland, but it Honestly, wouldn't even have made my. I don't even like Zombieland. I just like Woody Harrelson. Mm -hmm. And I like the rules in it. You know, the rules are fun. Yeah, but and... Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone. Emma Stone, and... Emma Stone yeah. But so. 28 days later, I loved it. Um, like I said, filmed on video, uh, filmed on digital video. Danny Boyle, who did Train Spotting and uh, Slumdog Millionaire, what a crazy combination. Also did 28 Days Later. He's talking about doing a third one 28 years later, which is not that far away. We're 21 years now, but anyway, who knows if he'll ever do another one? I don't really need another one. The movie stays well on its own. I loved. Uh, Cillian or Killian Murphy, however you pronounce that. Killian, I think. And it's just, it's so good. Like when they, they get the girl who's a chemist and she's like, you're going to crash from the sugar. So now you need an upper and a down. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's a perfect film. And so when I was talking about Pontypool, probably my favorite scene in 28 Days Later doesn't even happen. He describes when he's going to the train station with his family and he talks about the wave of how they see the rage going through it. Mm -hmm. And the kid climbs up on top of the pop machine and watches it happen. None of this happens in the film, but I remember it like it did because it was so well described. And uh, yeah, I knew Letty would know. She's yeah, <laughs> Killian. I know. I, I've um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, says 28 days later is my favorite zombie film. It's really good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love this. So one step closer says it's a great fit flick and PETA caused the apocalypse. <laughs> they probably will. It'll either be they'll cause the apocalypse or some genetically modified uh, impossible burger that's made out of uh, I don't know what <laughs> ends up. Yeah. So you had a few. Uh, um how many? Um... I just one honorable mention okay. that I could think of. You didn't give me much time. Ah, don't that. worry about it. But uh, my honorable mention is Maggie mm. with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Abigail Breslin. Probably Arnold's best acting film ever. Yeah, it was really like I, I when you're watching it, I found it was it was kind of slow, mm -hmm. but I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. but it's a slow burn film. It's mm -hmm. not supposed to be 28 Days Later no. or you know uh, Dawn of the Dead or you know any of that, but. It's a great film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you've never seen it, look, look at it. It kind of got forgotten as soon as it came out. You it know? did. Well, cause I, did it even make it to the theaters? I can't, remember. I'm not sure. I, I don't, I, I want to say, I don't, it might've, but I don't know. I can't remember. There was it, kind it, of this little bit of an Arnold resurgence. He had, there was this one in the one he did with Johnny uh, Knoxville that I loved. Yeah. That one was, I loved that, now. but he had about three right there that all came out that were 
a bit more acting as opposed to Arnold. Yeah, you know? and and poor Arnold. Like, well, he just can't. You know, I really do like him a lot, but he he's so hard to take serious, and I think that has to do with a lot of his '80s and '90s movies. And like with and his, he's a big motherfucker with an is, Aust- and, with an Austrian accent. I mean, you right. can only do so much with him. I know, and like, but when you think about you know like Commando <sighs> and all that stuff, like it's cheesy lines and nothing but meathead, you know, killing things and everything like that. And it's just like, and then you get to the and then like it, it is hard to take him as a serious actor. Oh yeah, it is. But and I am not a huge fan of Abigail Breslin, but yeah, she was not. actually pretty good in this one. I, I've been going back and watching old episodes um, when I when I'm ready for bed at night. Uh, the uh, Siskel Niebert, the worst movies of the year, and one of them was the Shazam movie with Shaq. Which oh was, my, that yeah. movie was awful. Here's the deal: they were talking about Shaq, and they said they thought he could have been a good actor if he took a small part in a big name director's film. But they said the problem with a guy like Shaq, and it's the same as Arnold, mm-hmm. is they're larger than life. They have this opposing figure i mean shaq's what seven foot two three hundred or you know well, it's the same problem that the rock has yes you know you, you're thing. never gonna have yeah you know you're just you're not gonna have the rock play the lead character in 28 days later you need some scrawny little you know killian mm-hmm. murphy right well so. and the thing with the like arnold not so much anymore right but when he was in his heyday of acting unfortunately it's the same thing that's happened with uh with the rock right now is that their ego is bigger than their talent yeah and it's true and it's like um type cast mertens and said yep like you can't and anything they try to do like you kind of get to this point where you're like oh he's in another movie you know like mm, you know people get tired of him right yeah and and that's the thing like but but i found the, the one good thing about arnold though is i never got tired of arnold right like i know i, I didn't because hit- like he like he like his ego is not is not like the rock like he can do the violent movies and he can do the the action films and and everything like that and and like yeah he throws out a couple comedies and a couple serious but then he goes back to an action like the expendables and yeah like but he's like he's great oh yeah like i yeah like i don't have any problem with arnold schwarzenegger my favorite arnold movie is commando that was that was my dad's favorite movie i've watched it so many times when did commando come out 84 maybe i don't know 86 okay, i'll look it up yeah go ahead yeah because i am i am honestly convinced that commando was one of my first was one of my first action movies i ever watched because at 85 i would have been six yeah i believe it so there's six-year-old me and my dad who's my dad was a big sylvester stallone arnold schwarzenegger bruce willis and um uh, Steven Seagal. Yep. Though, like, I have never seen a man watch Under Siege more than my father. And, um, but Commando, I I watched that when I was six years old. I probably shouldn't have watched it when I was six years old. But yeah, whatever. He he was that those he was adamant that we were going to watch all these Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And and the best. And I remember uh, find out what year that uh, Dead Heat. Oh, Dead Heat? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah okay. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Find out when is that one. Dead Heat or Red Heat? I think it's oh. called Dead Heat. Or is it Red Heat? I think it's Red Heat. Try he... that one. Red Heat? Yeah, Red 80. Heat. I've never seen it, but it's got uh, Belushi in it, right? Yeah, and what yeah. year was that? 88. 88. So yeah. that would have been the second Arnold movie I watched. Okay. And so I 88, I would have been nine, 
I was nine. Yep. And I remember watching it because after I watched Commando, I kind of like I loved Arnold and I kind of I think I had a little bit of a crush on Oh, him. sure, why not? And then Red Heat, it showed his bum. Oh, <laughs> I was nine and I seen his naked, but I'm like, oh, it was like, it was the greatest thing in the entire world. And I, was, I love it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I don't know, like how old was he in 88? Like, I don't know, probably, probably 40. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was the, the greatest funny. thing. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. He is. He, he always liked to show his butt off too. He did yep. it. Remember in Terminator? Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see, but no. Red Heat was the first time I seen it. Like I think it was honestly seen the Heat. first time I seen it. any nudity in a movie. Well, sure. And and then of course, and then then we watched Under Siege, and she comes out of the cake, and you can see her <laughs> boobs. And I was like, oh, there's boobs on the TV. <laughs> but if you guys want to see, if you guys like awful, like um, um, YouTube channels where they watch bad movies, <laughs> I've been watching this new one. It's a husband and wife called So Bad It's Good, where they sit <laughs> down and watch. They've basically been watching all of the Steven Seagal movies that he's made in the last 15 years. <laughs> yep, he's still making movies, and they're horrible. So yeah. if you want a good laugh, they're usually about 25, 30-minute videos. Oh, so good. But yeah. <laughs> so if you guys have ever seen on Reddit, they have these one-sentence horror stories. So one step closer, his comment here, I think, would qualify as a one-sentence <laughs> horror story. It says, I was trapped on a bus ride once and I was forced to watch Shazam and I'm still mentally scared. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the makings of a one-sentence horror movie right there. I don't there, think so. I ever watched Shazam. I think I tried, but I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah, I, I don't. No. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I've ever seen it. I've just heard it so many. Yeah, it was so funny. It was just, you just hear how bad it was, you know? Because yeah. he was he's a bad actor. There's yeah. No oh yeah. It. And he didn't stand a chance. I mean, he didn't get any good any good uh, <laughs> scripts or you know what I mean. So no. So I got a few honorable mentions. Yeah, I guess um, you do. Yeah, we'll bust through them. But well, Gracie was reading some of these. Like she mentioned, Train to Busan. Oh, tra so if you guys haven't seen Train to Busan or Train to Busan or whatever, yeah. it's really, really good. The sequel's horrible, but the first the the movie itself is good. It's sad, of course, but it's it's a dad who's a deadbeat dad. Mm -hmm. You know what? It follows a similar storyline to War of the Worlds with uh, Tom Cruise. You know, an absent father who has mm -hmm. to look after the uh, their kid and do the best they can and basically just survive in a, a world that's falling apart well and i and the only thing that did it from it was because it was uh subtitled yes yeah and there was nothing worse than watching a horror movie and having to read what's going on in said horror movie i will say it kind of takes it away from the movie and that that's very very like i'd rather watch something dubbed than i would for horror I, I i'm i'm a snob i do prefer subtitles but i will say for horror films I think dubbed is the way to go for whatever yeah. reason. Well, because like when you're like, if you're watching it and it comes up to a part where it's supposed to be really important or it's a jump scare or something, you miss it because you're reading Re yeah. exactly what's trying to go on. And, and it, it's, I don't know. It, I find it takes away from the movie. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I put pet cemetery on there as well. Yeah, it's really. kind of a zombie film. I mean, it is. Well, so. it is. Yeah. It, yeah, so not have, apocalyptic. No, but, no, not at all. But well, that's not, that not that we know. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but pet, yeah, Pet Cemetery. Oh, I love the book. It's mm -hmm. probably the, one of the darkest of Stephen King's novels. We actually bought the book for Charlotte. Yes, for Christmas and she's. Been I hope she it. reads it. Yeah, yeah, she's been reading a bit of a few of them. But if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. But just be prepared. The original. It. Don't watch oh, the yeah. new one. Do not watch the new one. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, was it John Cleese? No, uh, what's his name? John Lithgow played. He was good in the new one. He played the neighbor. 
but don't watch yeah, the new don't, one. Don't bother. Do not bother watching it. It's horrible. Uh, Grace says, would you count Smile as a zombie film? I don't think so. It's more mm. of a, I was thinking Smile is more of a film like um, it's uh, more it, of it a, Follows. Yeah, kind of yeah. like a ghost. Yeah, it's a ghost and it's a transferable. Again, it's kind of like the 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 horror STD film, right? Yeah, I didn't like Smile. I'm sorry, I just didn't. We tried. Yeah, yeah I watched it. It it's uh, Kevin Bacon's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like I didn't like how so. I didn't like how it was filmed. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I I didn't like it all that much. Like I didn't find it very scary. I just it was like your typical. How about Army of Darkness, baby, with uh, Bruce Campbell? It's the third one in the mm. the series, right? Did you like it or? That's where he goes back in time. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, That's weird. yeah, it's not too. <laughs> She's listening. Yeah, all of a sudden Surrey picks up. So, or is that Surrey? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, be quiet, yeah. phone, phone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, our, I do like Army of Darkness. I always quote the Boomstick one. Yeah, yeah, Boomstick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had World War Z as well. So we don't need to chat about that. One, okay. The reason I put this on here, and if you guys haven't seen this, it's another Canadian film. It's called Blood Quantum. And it takes place on an Indian reservation. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Now, the thing is, the first half of the film is awesome, dealing with the outbreak. But then it goes into like this Mad Max. Remember post-apocalyptic? Mm. So, you know, you can turn it off if you want after the first half hour to 45 minutes. But the first half of the film is incredible. So that's why it's honorable mention, because it was done on a low budget. Um, and... Sadly, the director just passed away. He was like 42 or something. So bad good on the guy with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> this so is good. my boomstick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Bruce Campbell. Um, I love Bruce Campbell. Ash yeah. versus Evil Dead, that whole series That's was kind of a zombie. Yeah, that was so good. I watched yeah. some of that on the plane last year. I just yeah. yeah, it's great. I know it just dragged out too long. I didn't it yeah. kind of got repetitive too. Um, so I had I Am Legend as well, which is a good film. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with your camera. Do you see that? It just keeps oh, winking. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. fine. But uh, I am legend, I love. Resident Evil, um, yeah, the the first one. The only. first one was so good, and yeah. uh, I know she's not much of an actress, but man, back in the day, I loved her. As, uh, oh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, is it? Um, I forget what the name of the. I don't know if they, she had a name in it, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But it was yeah, she's so good in it. And then Alice, uh, is it Alice or is Alice mm -hmm. the computer? I think Alice is her name. name. Okay. I think, anyway, I think she's yeah, Alice. That's yeah, and I I love yeah, yeah the, the, all of them. They're guilty pleasures. None of them are great. The first one was really good. But um, again, if you haven't seen it, uh, her it, her husband does all of the. He's the director, so that's mm -hmm. why they just keep making films. Yeah, Project Alice. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Let's see if that's her. Let's see. Go down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it is Alice. Alice. Yeah, yeah, because that had a lot to do with Alice's name. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So it, I, I love the film. It's really good. Uh, Project Alice. Uh, Pride, and, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Remember that one? I did. It was okay. Yeah, I liked it. One again. I don't. No, there was a couple of young, yeah, you know, millennial actors and actresses in it that I can't remember if there's any real big names or not. Let's see if we can find it out here. Pride and Prejudice. Obviously, there we go. 2016. So that one's seven years old now. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. It had the girl that played Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Lily, Lily, Lily James. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of hers. No. That, I think that's the only name I really kind of recognize, but it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so one step closer has been sneaking a peek at my notes all night. And uh, yeah, that is my last, I think that's my, yeah, I had Zombieland as well, but Reanimator. Um, I don't think you've ever seen it. Have you? It's a, I think I have. It's eighties body horror. Uh, it's really goofy and cheesy. I made the mistake one day, the first time I watched it to sit down and watch it with Charlotte. And <laughs> she was like, 
seven at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's just say there's a head that gives something in the film. <laughs> uh, so we, we had to skip a couple of parts, but yeah, it's awesome. It's really, I've never gone back and watched the other ones. Like there's bride reanimator and everything. Yeah. One step closer. Yep. I didn't know exactly. I mean, I probably should have known it was an eighties horror movie that deals with that, but we skipped a couple parts. She watched most of it. Uh, we've been pretty open with the kids over the years, but there was a couple things in there that I was like, Fuck, let's just pause it and move on there, Chucky. So we were good, but it was, yeah. Um, there's so many good zombie films out there. Well, um, and say one that everyone was hyping up that uh, remember we couldn't wait to see it was the girl with the gifts. Oh, so bad. That movie was ridiculous. I know. I had... All it was was like this little this little tiny thing screaming. Yeah, the whole movie. And from last from the last couple shows, I don't really have a big liking of movies that revolve around it... kids because I I find they're harder to follow. And not to be a stick in the mud, but I, I'm just not. I find movies where where they try to get a no name child actor to carry the movie is really it, it can't happen. Like because they're just. <laughs> Aaron says as bad as Bird Box. I don't know it. It uh, at least Bird Box mind, was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, like I and I don't mind Sandra Bullock, but yeah, I, I except but, uh, poor girl. And, oh yeah. yeah, she's getting yeah. No, her, she's she, just, she shouldn't have. I mean, anyway, she was such a pretty girl in her poor nose. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah. But yeah, so there was a buddy I went to college with that apparently had read the book that the girl with all the gifts was uh, based on, and he was just hot and horny for the movie, and so I, I watched it and I was just like. Oh, this is so dull. And then another one was uh, Little Monsters. Remember that one, hun? We tried. To, I don't even think we finished that one. That little has monsters. that Lapidi. Lapidi. I can't. Oh, from uh, Black Panther. Sister, uh, right? I think uh, she she's won a, an, an Oscar. Here, yeah, I'll I think she isn't she from Black Panther? Maybe. Yeah, Lapidi. Played... Yeah. I, oh man, I tried. I would butcher her name if I tried. Yeah, to, she so. plays yeah. his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, she was 12 years of a slave yeah, and Black us Panther. and Black Panther. And mm, yeah. she's a great actress, but this film was just so, so it, mm. it was hyped up. Everyone was like, Oh yeah, got to watch it. Got to watch it. We watch it like, eh, you know, so it's a washed up musician teams up with a teacher in a kid show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. Just okay. Um, now one that I do like that I didn't mention, I've mentioned it in other episodes is cargo. And it is Martin, is it Martin Freeman? Is that his name? He plays, let me see if I can bring it up here. Martin Freeman, it's in Australia. He gets bitten. It's a very slow burn, a, a very slow turn. So you get a few days from when you get bitten. He has an infant daughter. And the, yeah, it's sad, I know. Even oh, as yeah. as say, it's, like, <laughs> it's a Netflix film. But he basically spends the whole film finding somewhere safe for his daughter. And uh, it's, you know, it's such a well-acted film. I've always been a sucker for British and Aussie films. I don't know why. There was always a few, you know, that um, the horror movie from over there, uh, from Australia, where the, the killer, the, the slasher guy. Um, oh, my God. Wolf Creek. Wolf, Wolf Creek, Creek, yes. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Um, of course, the Mad Max films are good. There was one that uh, Heath Ledger did from way back that I really liked. It was a low-budget Aussie film, too. But, but yeah, uh, this was good. Cargo was great. I loved it. Let's see if we can find any other ones. I'm trying to find uh, the name of the one that I was going to talk about, but I can't find the name. What was oh, it? Oh, uh, Mayhem. Mayhem. I don't know That's that one. That's one with Stephen Yoon. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a good one. Would, you, would yeah. we call that a... 
A zombie family? Yeah, they turn into zombies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, and it, it's kind of like an R-rated office space, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, like um yeah, like I think that's the first movie he did after he left The Walking Dead, is it not? I think so, because he yeah. has been on a roll. He's yeah. done a ton. Oh, and there's uh what's her face is uh, doppelganger. That Samara Weaving looks just like uh the one that's playing Barbie. Oh you know, um that no, you're thinking yeah. of No, she does too though. I know, they but all you're thinking Jamie Presley. No, Jamie Presley, Samara Weaving, uh Margot Robbie. Look. Tell me that doesn't she's not a dead ringer for Margot Robbie. Yeah, kind of. They're, they're all that way. She was from uh the movie where we ready or not, which was right. a great film. That's a yeah. great film. Oh yeah, love that. But um yeah. Any other zombie films, darling? Yeah, I'm looking here. I, I know Mayhem was one. Yeah, I, and I if you like haven't seen one. Mayhem, uh let's just say they use a, an air nailer. Of course, it's not real to life, but it's a lot of fun when they get well, going and, the air uh, nailer. Like um Another one, I guess you could probably call it the zombie, which actually I've watched a couple times and it's it's kind of creepy. Um, Legion. Legion. Okay. Yeah. What was that one about? That is, it's kind of has like the whole. Paul it's Bentley. got Paul Bentley, which yeah. plays Vision. Vision. Yeah, he's a great actor. And, uh, but it's got like the whole, uh, um, re- religion background because yep. yeah. he's supposed to be like, uh, who is he supposed to be? Gabriel? Gabriel is yeah. the archangel or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he's coming down. Oh no, Michael. Michael. He plays Michael. Okay. And then and then like and then Gabriel's Kevin Durant. Right. And um, but like they get possessed and they're kind of like zombie type things, and they're like crawling on the walls and they're crawling on the ceilings, and, and like the old lady in the restaurant when they're yes, yeah. Like Legion was yeah, I liked Legion a lot. Aaron. And I've actually watched that quite a few times. It's a good movie. I don't know if I've ever gone back. I'll have to maybe I'll have to watch it with you again. Some yeah, no, it's really day. good. And it's got like it's got like a whole religious thing because she's pregnant, right? And they're trying, and I guess the baby has to be born to save the world or whatever. And yeah, it's kind of like it's got like the whole religious background stuff, but it is pretty good. I was uh, just thinking it was a third uh, tall, skinny ice cream man zombie, creepy. What was he? Was that in? Oh yeah, he's he's driving the ice cream truck in Legion. Oh okay. And he pulls up, and then like his mouth goes wide, and his arm, his arms, and legs go, and he walks kind of like a spider. Yeah, he's he's pretty creepy. After, yeah, well, uh, and Gracie says, "Oh, that's where the old lady ate a rare steak with flies all over <laughs> yeah. it." Yeah, they were just showing that in the trailer here. So, yeah, I don't know if we can. Um, it reminded me of is it uh, forty? No, forty days a night. Is that what it's called? Thirty days. Yeah, with man? Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I know that's not a zombie film. That's uh, vampire vampire film, but it's uh, it's pretty damn creepy. It, you know, yeah. for the comic book was a little darker and a little bloodier, but it was. Uh, <laughs> we can, uh, the this one here, <laughs> Scooby Doo. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I have we have watched this movie. Uh, it was nineteen ninety eight. So Gracie has basically watched this movie since like she was born, and it's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. And if you got little ones and they kind of like being scared, but they're not really, you know. But um, that Gracie has always like we had it on VHS, and she always had to watch it. And like even the kids at the daycare. I was going to say, you guys, that's that's yeah, what's they, cool about it's it. It's right? so funny the the older kids who don't nap, they get on their cots. And they're like, all right, guys, the little ones are sleeping. You get to watch, you can watch a show or do whatever. And they're like, we want to watch. And then they all get their blankets and they're like, we want to watch Zombie Island because they act like it's so scary. <laughs> it's so- I, I grew up watching. I know this is funny. We're going down a Scooby Doo rabbit hole, but yeah. I love the old original Scooby Doo. And yeah. I was so happy when our kids started watching the 
the newer because there's for those who don't know, like they they just have kept making Scooby Doo movies. Well, the new ones the now are yeah. ridiculous. Are they bad? Yeah. yeah, they are. They're really bad. But this one here, like the the mid nineties to early two thousands, they were like, yeah, it was like a resurgence. Of, yeah, there's uh, like Alien Invasion, Invasion, Zombie Island. Um, Hey, there's a couple more, but th- those are the best ones. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. But, Tara Strong does. Yeah. She's in a lot of that. So there's like uh, Cyber Chase, Alien Invaders, Legend of the Vampire, which is, Ghost. which is Ghost. Yeah. Those are all the ones that they used to Loch watch. Ness Monster. It's funny because, yeah, the, when I go into the daycare and the kids be like, let's play zombies, you know? And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> but they only play it after they've watched Zombie. Oh, yeah. It's they so funny. It. Yeah. So if, Letty, if you're looking for what it, uh, little man's what three or four now? Would it be? I can't, oh, no, yeah, he's, yeah. No, he's he's gotta be older. I can't remember anyway. So, if Letty's still listening, might be another good one for a little man to watch, yeah. Because, so. like, some of the daycare kids, uh, well, Adam's three mm. and he loves, loves it, yeah. Because yeah, and he gets it. scared easy, but it doesn't, it's just scary he sits there, that, yeah. And he pulls the blanket up and he's just like, Oh, I gotta watch it, <laughs> like, yeah, he loves it. It, but it, yeah, it's funny, funny that we were talking about Scooby, yeah. Four, oh, four and a half, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, perfect age it, for yeah. it then, yeah. It yeah, it's funny. I because you know Scooby Doo, they're always there's always a mask they pull off at the end or yeah. something, right? Well, no, that's what makes this one creepy is yeah. because they're pulling the zombie's head off. Well, they're trying to oh. pull the mask off the zombie, and Fred pulls the head off, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, it's real!" <laughs> so, and then when they do that, all the kids are like, "Ah!" You know, so it's yeah, no, it's pretty good. It's funny, yeah. It's just just scary enough that you can get away with showing it to kids and oh yeah don't get in trouble well so. gracie loved it i oh my god yeah she always loved that one i always preferred when she watched scooby-doo instead of uh barbie in the yeah. 12 dancing princesses <laughs> yeah shoot me now oh my god yes adam ogre yeah so gracie's in here now and she still watches barbie movies right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's what that's what adam says to gracie oh Go, gracie it's a zombie oh gracie that's a zombie <laughs> and then he's like this with his blanket it's so funny but it's a good yeah. one. So let me bring up here. Let's finish up with uh, where did I just disappear. I was going to bring it up. We're going to bring up Last of Us. So if anybody hasn't seen it, um, obviously we can't show a trailer or we'll mm. get copyright striked. But uh, so what what are you hoping for out of Last of Us? What do you think? Oh, I I hope it's like the first season of Walking Dead, but better. I, that's, that's what all, they're saying. That's, you all, know? that's all I can hope for. Like. Pedro Pascal is incredible. Yeah. He's a he's a great actor. Um the one that plays Ellie, I'm not a hundred percent like I know she was in Game of Thrones, but she wasn't in it for that long. But we'll see if she can carry it, right? Oh, I so. well, he'll be carrying it. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. he's an incredible actor. And um I I just like but what I like about it though is that they're not hyping it up. Like they they are, but they're not right. Because like I, it's like when you go to watch one of those movies and they're like just jamming it down your throat constantly, and then you go and watch it and it's like nothing but crap. Yeah, right? it's true. And but I have a feeling that where I, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, uh, Aaron was just asking. He was the man, Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, whatever. And he was Oberon on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it's uh, so there's there's going to be nine episodes. I'm going to guess. I mean, there's two games already. Uh, I don't know. Well, they've already signed on for season two, haven't they? Well, they haven't announced it, but it's going to happen. They'll announce it after the first episode when it yeah. breaks records. But so, yeah, so there's not going to be nine episodes. They're all about an hour long. Um, I'm pretty stoked because, again, it was filmed in Edmonton, Calgary. Alberta. Well, and I imagine they'll probably f- continue filming 
up here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because they, they even had a, a thing in the the newspaper that they were looking for extras. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, uh, yeah, you're like, oh, you should get down, hon. It was really yeah. yeah. People were always posting on social media about how they were, you know, they were there and seeing it and. Yeah. There it is. So check this out, guys. Last of Us got a 98% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. So 82 ratings. Uh, of course, nobody nobody outside of critics have seen it yet. But, but for you, the critics to give it that, that's yeah, it's good. been pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if I can find it, but I mean, it, yeah, they the the uh, the. I don't want to blow it up. I don't want to be too excited, but it sounds pretty fucking good. Let's yeah, you don't want to get too worked up about it, but I I think it's going to be good. Right. I just hope it's not a letdown. I believe it's seven o'clock Eastern time. It it mm -hmm. uh, goes live on HBO, HBO Max, and then for us fellow Canadians, it's on Crave, which is uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Letty says I need to be an extra in season two. Mm -hmm. I really should be. Yeah. Well, they start filming. Our son wants to go up. Yeah, and be it, an extra. He's he going to yeah. He's going <laughs> to go up and try because like I don't think they pay you anything. You just get to be in the show, right? No, so. usually extras get a day pay. You well, know, he, he even bit, told so. me he's like. Uh, he said, he goes, well, I don't care if they pay me. I just want to be there and I just want to meet Pedro. <laughs> so honestly, getting Pedro's autograph and shaking his hand would probably be enough payment for a lot of people. As a, yeah. Oh, and of yeah. course, Nick Offerman's in it yeah. too, which we'd mentioned. I, I love him. He hasn't done much in a while, but I think he plays um, the, the brother of the main character. Um, you know, everybody knows him as Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the li libertarian. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah. yeah. You know, the guy that absolutely loves uh, vegan bacon, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, and then for and any the Gabriel oh, yeah, Luna, there's, there's the girl, and then uh, let's go back. He looks here. familiar. I can't Gabriel Luna. So he looks was familiar. He in, was he in Star Wars or what was he in? I don't know. I don't know. He just looks familiar. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Maybe that was where we saw him. But mm. yeah, so we're we're excited. We're cautiously optimistic. And so, like I said, the reason we did this one tonight is each Friday going forward for the next nine weeks, we're going to do a. Mm -hmm. Our very own The Last of Us, just with us, right? Yeah, because so. we're, yeah, we should be able to watch it right on Sunday. Yeah, we'll watch it on Sunday. Yeah. We'll have to watch it at least twice. Take, yeah. you know, watch it the first time, just enjoy it. Watch it the second time and take notes, right? It's probably taking the, place of uh, House of Dragon now. It is, yeah. So they, you know, of course, HBO wants to have a, a tentpole show every Sunday, right? So. Well, yeah, because House of Dragon's done. So now this one will run and then House of Dragon should start back. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you think, Mrs. Cook? Yeah. Pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, we've had a good evening. This was fun. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. Friday night. And yep. We uh, got off work early. And... Yeah, you did. And uh, yeah. so I got a, I got uh, two vanities. And a toilet. A toilet and a bunch of vinyl baseboard all installed today. So yes. as far as what's left to do with the daycare, it's not, not fucking much, much man. No, we got, it's not much. Uh, one one full-size toilet, one mini toilet, and some petitions. And then no. we... Yeah, that's what's yeah. left in the petitions. And yeah. then we got to put... A little bit of drywall. And some doors. Yeah. That's it. Two maybe two days worth of work. Then a health maybe. inspection. Yep. So, and then I'm finally off the hook. No, you're not. <laughs> I tried. I tried. You know. Yeah. You'll just find more work for me. Oh, I have so. a whole list for you. There is a giant list down there. Letty said they love loves the movie review shows from YouTube. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with this. So yeah, movies are maybe my, we'll, they're yeah. my hobby. So. I'm gonna keep putting it in the in the uh, the workshop <laughs> podcast feed, and yeah. maybe we'll spin it off into our own show someday. Hey, eh? yeah, so. maybe. I just I love movies. Yeah, it's, we could sit around and talk about. It. I it's pretty bad that I watch more YouTube videos talking about movies than I actually watch movies anymore. It's oh, awful, I know. You know, yeah. but uh, one step says, "Do you like westerns?" Yes and no. 
I love the classics. I love a lot of the old, um, you know, I don't know. I, I like some of the old Clint Eastwood, uh, John Wayne, for sure. And there's been some good guess, modern ones. I guess it has to, I guess it all depends who's in it. Yes. Like um, my, the West, the most Western I'm getting lately is Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. And I love Yellowstone. And um, I've been watching, and of course I watched 1883, and I've watched, and I'm watching 1923 right now. And those, those are so, those are good. And then we watched Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, um. Fucking love Deadwood. And, and I will, and I do have a soft spot for Tombstone. Mm-hmm. I, and that, I, I do like the Kevin Costner Tombstone, but I have to say the Kurt Russell one is way better. Val Kilmer is so funny in that one. And he plays an incredible Doc Holiday, And, um. Is that is that the one where yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes yeah. he goes you're so blunt you're so uh, drunk you probably can't hit me he goes well I got a gun one for each of you <laughs> that's like yeah and I don't know like what else as far as there? modern horror movies Bone Tomahawk or Western Bone Tomahawk is a western and a horror which was great it's a it, slow burn it was it yeah. was, yeah, it was but okay my favorite modern horror movie or uh, sorry western is uh, Hell or High Water. So that's got, uh, I'll tell you here in a second. Um, it's, is it Christopher Pine that's in that? Uh, hang on. I'll get you the uh, Taylor. Yeah, okay. Chris Pine, and it's uh, directed by uh, Taylor Sheridan, written by Taylor Sheridan. I believe he's yeah. doing. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, so the writer and creator of Yellowstone, if you like that, did Hell or High Water. And he also did another one of my favorites, which I would call a Western, but it takes place in the winter, Wind Fucking River. And if you haven't seen that movie... That's Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. They're perfect in it together. And he he carries and shoots the biggest fucking 4570 you're ever going to see. I didn't even know what a 4570 was when (laughs) I saw the movie, and I had to look it up. So there is an IMDB for guns in films. Um... I want to say it's called the Internet Movie Firearm Database, I think. Let's see. Yep, so it's IMFDB. So if you ever want to know what gun you've seen in a movie, you can just go in and look it up. And I did it, and I was like, oh, it's a beautiful silver forty-five. Oh, anyway. You gotta... and, and Jeremy Renner's oh! such an incredible actor, yeah, and I is. hope he gets better soon, too. Yeah, that poor was, guy. Was... Oh, I was so worried yeah. when they announced I was like, oh, my goodness. I love Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah, but but Wind River is a great movie, and it was one of those under the radar movies. Way under the Remember radar. Remember we were uh, we were flipping through Netflix, and um... <laughs> Facebook would not let me post the Internet Movie Firearms Database, guys. They just they just blocked it. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. It. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, anyway. no. So um, no, but he like it was just under the wire remember and we just like hey let's give this one a chance and it was like it was like a hidden gem yeah oh so good we didn't yeah. even know yeah it was so so good yeah it was and and actually the from what i learned the other day the the girl in the beginning the girlfriend because shane's in it yeah shane's in it for and but his girlfriend is yeah um, is monica from yellowstone yep because the guy who wrote he wrote both of them yeah. right so yeah so uh casey's wife from yeah. Yellowstone is the girlfriend. The one who plays a native, but she's actually uh, Asian or something, right? Yeah, she, yeah. she's nah, a bit annoying, but, but yeah. But I love it. And if you guys haven't watched Yellowstone yet, that mm. is an incredible show. 
Like, it's taken the place of uh, Sons of Anarchy. It's, I know, but I've like got a male a, soap opera. Yeah, yeah, but I got a soft spot for Kevin Costner. Oh, sure. Always have. He's good. Yeah. Always have. My grandmother was a huge Kevin Costner fan. Nah, he's a good actor. He I, is, but yeah. and I he think has, she had a crush on him. Yeah, other, than, <laughs> other than Sam Elliott, he has the best Western voice out there right yeah, now. Yeah, so. and well, and he was in Calgary, too, Yeah, for the Stampede. He's got that gravelly voice, you know. <laughs> Do you consider... <laughs> Yes, and I also consider it the worst by far of the three <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future. So one step says, do you consider Back to the Future 3 a Western? Sure, why not? But yeah. my so personally, my favorite Back to the Future is number two. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, so I, I love, I have this thing. I love old movies when they looked ahead to the future. I just love that. I always loved, I always loved the different decades looking forward to what they thought would be the future, you know? So... Uh, yeah, um, Martinson says, yeah, suddenly a bunch of biker-looking dudes are now cowboy-looking dudes, right? <laughs> yeah. And take them to the train station, right? Yeah, but they, no, but Yellowstone is a good, it's oh, a yeah. good show. Mm. Yeah. Dances with Wolves is great. Um, yeah. Now, see, my my grandmother, like I said, I think, well, she, well, my grandmother, she passed away in 1998, but um, I think she actually had a crush on Kevin Costner because she had oh, sure. all his movies. And I remember going to her house one night and she's like, oh, come watch this new movie with me. It's the, it, she goes, oh, it's Kevin Costner. <laughs> and she would, she would always say his name with this little, oh, it's Kevin Costner like this. And I'm like, okay, let's watch it. She made me watch that damn Postman. Oh, no, I liked Postman, but no, I know, she, I know. Well, yeah, but I was yeah. only like oh, 14. Sure. Yeah. And what was that movie? It was like eight hours long. <laughs> it felt like it Mad never Wars, ended. Yep. And I used to watch dances with wolves all the time maybe and, i have to do a western episode yeah Jesus, and i tried watching in. it the other day actually dances with wolves and i couldn't get through it that's a long one too. it is but i but yeah but i do like kevin costner so well let's yeah. cut let, let's round her up we've been an hour 45 yeah. we're excited we'll be back next friday with the first installment of nine of the last of us mm -hmm. um other than that tomorrow night i'm uh, i've got jester from uh it's Apocalypse, the podcast. He, uh, it's going to be fun. I met him at Prepper Camp. I can't even remember who I have for a guest on Sunday. I've already got it booked. You guys will see it on the live stream feed. But we got that coming up. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. then next Thursday. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Look ahead. We're going to have uh, the Groundhog Day giveaway. Of course, on Groundhog Day, we're going to start it. We're going to hit 250th episode on February 9th. And, yeah, we're going to just go upstairs and probably watch some TV, aren't we? Oh, probably. Relax, yeah. yeah. So, Thanks, guys, and as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week.